Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Joe and Mike. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, the link is in the description down below. A fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. Guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's absolutely free to join. Now let's get into some crypto talk. Joey, how are things? It's been a while since we've been on here. Yo, Mikey. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Uh, been a bit frustrated that I wasn't able to uh, get on to get on over the weekend. Rather, well, we'll come on to that because I kind of feel like I owe the viewers uh, an explanation on that. But yeah, it's good to be back on with you, mate. Like I said I haven't been tracking the markets as much as I would like to, but you know, literally just stick sticking in there. I've still done a few, you know, small trades uh, here and there. I I'm doing my best. Work's been kicking my ass as well. I know, obviously, you've been busy. Uh, IK's been busy. Obviously, he can't join us tonight because, uh, you know, he's been really unwell the last few days, and we're hoping our brother gets better, right? Yeah, he's definitely didn't sound good earlier today. So hopefully uh, hopefully, IK will get on the mend here soon. I know he's on some antibiotics and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I can tell that uh, things have been a little different since you've lost your laptop. Um, yeah, I, I feel like you're... Yeah, I feel like you're in like a depression of some sort without the laptop. Well, do you know what it is? It's like, you know, we do this show, we'd be, or rather we've been doing this show every day, right? And you just, it, 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 it's literally become part of my life. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, after like two months of like, you know, this this hiccup, uh, you know, uh, IK not been able to be on because he was unwell. And then, you know, I'm used to like, you know, even if one of us can get on someday, we like to cover it and get on for the viewers, right? We've all, we've all done it. And for me to like not be able to do those solo shows, we're just it's just not practical. Um, but anyway, that's enough waffle. Ladies and gentlemen, we are fixing it. I apologize for the technical uh, issues and we will be on it and we will be coming back stronger than ever. But more importantly, just glad to be back on tonight. Yeah, no, it's good. And we, and we still owe the people a portfolio, right? Like we still got to do our portfolios and hopefully we'll get that out to you. I know people have messaged Joey and Imran about, hey, what, what's the deal with the portfolio? Once everybody gets better, once Joey gets his laptop, once we figure all that out, we'll keep rocking and rolling with, uh, you know, the uh, previously scheduled uh, portfolio builder that we were going to do. But uh, Joey, good time today for the market, man. It is pumping. Uh, Dow Jones at time of recording is up 3%. So looking at over $870 raise today, the S&P killing it 3% up. NASDAQ up almost 2.73% right now. So I think it's on the back of PMI results, which is uh, production. Uh, so basically, I'll just read a quick snippet. Basically came in, said, New orders and employment contracting, production and backlogs are growing, supplier delivery slowing at a slower rate, raw materials inventories growing, customers inventories too low, prices increasing at a slower rate, exports contracting and imports are growing. So overall, from a manufacturing standpoint, things look to be much better than what inflation has been showing. So what what obviously you probably think this is a fake pump yeah <laughs> yeah i do because well i know that a fake pump is the is the right term because like you said you know there's some positive results come out on manufacturing and right. yeah, you would get them some some good results on that but the problem for me is is that the the import and export situation is still absolutely dire and you know potentially getting worse so yeah homegrown manufacturing could be good in one sense but you know moving it around globally i just i just don't think uh, the global picture is is great for that right now yeah i 
this is the first data results that, that we'll get from uh, Q3 was today. Obviously, this month is going to have lots of data coming in. You know, earnings reports come in this month too. So, you know, there will be a lot of things that it's October is just going to be a volatile month, anyways, just because of everything that's on on deck, right? You got CPI numbers, you got the Fed, you got this, you got that. Um, just a lot of stuff going on. So, um, I'm I'm expecting a super volatile month of October. I almost feel like October is now the new September, even though September was quite volatile. But I do think October is going to be pretty volatile in itself. I was kind of glad that we got some, you know, price action movement today because it was kind of funny that, you know, even though we couldn't get a show out on the weekend, I was literally looking at it, I was thinking, wow, this is like literally the flattest weekend for a long time. Oh, I was so I mean, boring. I mean, we know weekends are normally flat, but that was like, right. that was pancake flat, right? So it was like, okay, I thought, well, at least if we haven't got a show out, at least it's been on the most boring price action of the year so far, potentially, right? And no news. Like there was <laughs> nothing exciting that was going on over the weekend. At least that that I saw. I don't I don't know yeah. if you saw anything over the weekend that maybe you wanted to bring up that didn't come out today. Literally nothing. I mean, I, I got I got into I got into a short position. Uh, I was looking around about twenty k, thinking I was hedging, thinking you know this could be the last time. And I say could, obviously, you know, could be the last time I see twenty k. Obviously, we're moving up back towards there now, so you know we we might retest it. But I did I did get into a short at nineteen nine hundred. Move stop loss in the green. That might be getting that might be getting taken out in the next couple of hours potentially. It may even get taken out as we're on air now. But you know, at one stage, you know, we did dip back under 19k. But then after that, it was just pretty flat, right? It was like what it was just bouncing between about 19,100 and 19,300 all all Saturday, Sunday. Really didn't really do much, did it? Yeah. So here's the interesting thing, though, Joe, is I'm looking at uh, I'm I'm going through Trading View right now, and I'm kind of looking. Obviously, it's a crypto podcast, right? So you look at some of the big dogs: Bitcoin, Matic, Ethereum. Uh, you know, and you, and, and I, I always look at the stock RSI. I know you guys look at other stuff, but I just kind of look at it to see, you know, potentially what, what, what's the next move? Like what's the next momentum, right. That's going to move. And I, and I scroll down to the DXY DXY is under 112 again. Um, and you look at the daily, the daily for the DX DXY is in the oversold position, dead bottom of it. So it's expected to move up soon. Where you got Bitcoin, you got Matic, you got Ethereum, all of their dailies, all of their weeklies are overbought. And, and it is prime and ready for a, a move to the downside. So, you know, we've, we've covered the DXY before. We've covered its correlation with Bitcoin, with, um, you know, crypto in general. Um, you know, I think, I think the S&P, the Dow, and the NASDAQ, I mean, I had a rough week last week. So I, I did, you know, obviously, I think a bounce was going to come. Now, whether or not it holds true, who knows? Um, I think people maybe just got bored. <laughs> they needed to to buy some stuff. I think earnings is going to be a big deal. You know, earnings coming in from Q3 will be a huge catalyst for maybe what the Fed is seeing um, and and some other markets. I mean, people are scared right now. What Chris said something earlier. Were you on the uh, Were you on the AMA? I was, and I couldn't actually uh, make it uh, this evening with some work issues. But uh, no, yeah, I, so I Chris. Minutes. Chris brought up, uh, and it's funny that Chris knows this and I don't, I live in the States. I think the 30 year mortgage, uh, average is above 7% now. Yeah. Now I think that's the fed, obviously they're trying to do this so that, you know, I feel like the fed, you know, Nick said it several times the last couple of days that the fed is trying to put everyone into a, a depression of some sort, right. Or a recession. Sorry. Uh, I'm depressed because of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, 7% is insane. So, you know, housing wise, 
that's going to slow quite a bit. 7% a lot considering people were just getting 3%, you know, not, not a year ago. So um, I, I think there's a lot of macro things that are going to swing crypto right now. Crypto is just for me. I mean, I'm just out of it completely, completely out of crypto right now in cash, just chilling. So I don't, I don't know about you. I know you're trading and kind of doing some of that stuff. Are you still trading? Yeah, I'm still trading and I'm still uh, mostly in, mostly in cash also, um, you know, sort of split between uh, pounds sterling and dollars, obviously with what played out, I would have much preferred to have been in more dollars than pounds. Uh, but you know, that's, that's the way it goes. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm still trading and I still hold micro, micro amounts of uh, crypto. Are you, I mean, what's your, what's your thoughts as a trader? I mean, is, are, are you wanting this to try to think the best way for me to ask this question? I guess I kind of want to know, cause I've talked to several traders in the discord just about yeah. how they kind of like make a determination of when they're going to start getting into long and short positions and kind of things like that. What are some indicators that you use? Obviously not financial advice to our viewers, but what are a couple of indicators maybe that you use uh, when you're looking to long and short um, certain projects? Uh, well, first of all, just because of on the, the the macro situation, I just I just don't see the the end on this downtrend. Um, so really, long wise, I am not getting long in this market like at all heavily. If I if I'm getting long in this market, it's like really small positions and you know um, you know scalping positions like short, quick, quick moves, high leverage, very very micro micro uh, margin. Um, but in terms of get in terms of getting short. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm more comfortable in getting heavier short, uh, just again, going with the trend. And I'm kind of just, you know, looking for those kind of um, areas of resistance. And every every time there's, there's a rally for me, I just kind of like, I, I think of it from a psychological perspective. You know, a lot of the time, like, you know, I, I see like people talking about, you know, almost like they want to panic buy, like, oh, it's got back over 20K again. And then, you, you know, that just kind of gives you that good feeling that it's like, oh, people are starting to, you know, pe you, get, you, you you can notice, you see people, so you, you'll see it one week and some people are saying, oh, the bottom's not in. Yeah, I know. I know we're getting down. And then they start doubting themselves when there's a few green candles. And when you get that doubt, that's normally a good sign that ah, those people are getting doubtful now. So that's normally, that's normally to me a good time to short. And look, I, I've, I've said it like, I got heavy short at 25k. I thought that was going to be major resistance and it played out beautifully. Right now, anything over 20k, I just I just think is 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 resistance. And like it for me, the way I'm thinking is is that like I could short at like 20k, right? And then get and then get a little bit stopped out and take a micro loss. And I'll wait for the next chance. But eventually, for me, I'm confident we are gonna wave it goodbye. So I don't know if we waved it goodbye on Friday night. Or we're gonna go and we're gonna go stop it out in a couple of hours and go back to 20k, and then that'll be the last time we see it. But I'm still confident that there will be a prolonged period that the, we see 20k for the last time. That that that's just my opinion. Yeah. So Friday night was the monthly close, and we closed below the position we were talking about, which was that 19,000, I believe 19,600 level uh, yeah. on the monthly. Now that was the first time that we've closed below support. Uh, in that 19,600 range. So to, to me, you know, it seems bearish, you know, Nick covered it, Nick, some of Nick's TA videos that he's been doing lately have been, I, I've really enjoyed them because he started putting liquidations into, you know, stop where people have their, you know, order books or where people could get liquidated at. He started to put that into uh, his Bitcoin stuff. And it, uh, man, it's, it's crazy to see the Elliott wave kind of like, see where those order books are, where we could stop. So that, I mean, that to me would be just 
I mean, a really good way to see, to trade, you know, I, I don't know for me, I was looking at it this morning. I was like, man, if I just, if I just tried maybe, maybe a little bit, you know, cause, cause if you can see the order books, right. You could see where the liquidations are. You could see if we're oversold or overbought. You could see where we are on the macro. You could all of that. I mean, it kind of just is laying itself out for you. I mean, Nick literally is putting it out every single morning. I've, I've really enjoyed the, the new TAA version where he's added in some of those other additional indicators. Have you, have you been able to catch up on some of those videos? And I've, I've probably caught about 50%, Mike. Yeah, no, it has, it has been really interesting. Like I said, we're always looking to, you know, uh, change the way and, you know, do things and, you know, keep new content coming out on cheeky crypto. Right. And it's, uh, you know, it's been really good. And, you know, obviously I've had the, you know, the switch over to, uh, to Twitch on the, the live streams and, you know, I oh, mean, yeah. like, it's going to take, you know, you know, time, obviously, um, you know, some people are seem to be absolutely delighted with it. Some people are like not, not too sure about it, but I think everyone's on board eventually. And, you know, they're, they're really appreciating that the, you know, the quality of the streams has been you know fantastic in my opinion. Yeah. I just, you know, I've, I've, I've said I'm back and forth on whether or not I wanted to get into, to kind of trading stuff. Shit. I barely have time to do a podcast. What makes me think I can, you know, do, do some trading stuff, but um, Joey, let's go over some, uh, we haven't really done it in a while. Let's talk about the overall crypto market as a whole. Guys, we're still in the same kind of range, right? Crypto market caps at 942 billion. Uh, it's up 1.35% increase over the last day. Today is a green day. Bitcoin's up about one and a half percent in 24 hours, sitting around 19,500. So that 19,600 is now becoming a little bit of resistance. I think today, the highest it's gone, 19,650. So, you know, it's, I just don't see it busting through there. I just don't. It's kind of interesting because Crypto Savvy, <laughs> crypto savvy put on Twitter a few hours ago, before we'd even gone through 19,600, he put, not financial advice, short at 19,650. Yeah. I, I thought that was quite interesting. So if, if that's actually the high on Binance, that would be, that would be crazy if we called that crazy. It, it is. It is. I just well, look, I, I mean, I'm pretty it, sure it, my pair it, is. Yeah, if it Binance. doesn't go higher than that now, you're like, yeah. wow, I'll, I'll have to message Savvy and say fair play, fella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 19. Uh, wait, maybe I I'm think wrong. I replied to him. I said, I hope so, because I'm short at 19.9. <laughs> Let's see. On the daily, yeah, 19,650 is the high so far today. Uh, so he's a little bit high. We could do. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I don't know. I, to, to be honest with you, I, I expected a bigger pump than a 2% with the SP gaining 3% today. I mean, I, I expected a little bit more, but honestly, I think people are staying the hell away from crypto. I think I think what's also key is as well is um, I, obviously I can't see the price on the Nasdaq at the moment, but I would be surprised to see the Nasdaq get like hold, get back above eleven k and hold it. I just can't see that happening. I think that's going to be major resistance on the yeah, Nasdaq. Nasdaq is sitting around ten thousand eight fifty five. Yeah, um, I don't think it goes, I'm going to say it on the podcast now. I do not think it goes through eleven k and hold it. There you go. You heard it right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the S and P lost thirty seven hundred level, and the Dow is trying to get back above 30k but um you know it's interesting we're a crypto podcast we're supposed to talk about crypto but i feel like we've been covering so much of the dow s p and nasdaq lately just because honestly i think so many people are just scared to be involved with crypto the only thing with crypto right now for me is people getting liquidated that's it nobody's in here just buying and holding yeah the equities markets might the lead the lead in the way you know i've said this as well especially especially the lower we get down because you you've got to remember that it's like okay what you've fallen like from 69k down to like 
20k right there's only so much further we can go down so once we're kind of so far down yes we can still go down a long way in percentage terms but i kind of feel like it was equities that are going to lead the way because you know we're in a situation we're in uncharted waters now because this all keeps coming back to this whole point that we keep making that bitcoin and crypto have only been in that equities market bull run apart apart from a little blip called covid but that doesn't really count right they've only been in this bull run since essentially 2009 Okay, and this this is this is this is new times, and you know we're actually fully seeing the the, the test of of how crypto and uh, you know serious risk on assets are gonna are gonna hold up when 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 wider uh, traditional markets are going down. Yeah, I think we're in. I think we're still in for quite a wild ride over the next, I would say, six to twelve months. To be honest with you, and Oopsie. watching watching Nick's video this morning with the potential of Bitcoin going to three thousand dollars. Uh, which let me explain, if you didn't catch Nick's video this morning, let me explain how we actually get to $3,000, right? So we've talked about the, the level 14,600 on Bitcoin many times. And if we lose 14,600, right, from an Elliott Wave theory perspective, we have then triggered an, an impulsive move on the, on the weekly which is one of the highest timeframes, right? So if we lose 14,600, we're going down to under 10K. Now, after that, there will be a significant bounce, right? A large macro move that will not trigger a new bull run. It'll feel like a bull run, right? It'd be but, a hell of a swing. It'll be it'll be like a it'll be like the it'll be the bear market rally of all bear market rallies, right? <laughs> Potentially. Yeah, yeah. So essentially on the weekly right now, Nick is tracking a three-wave move down. Expectations roughly around 15, 16K. If we lose all of that and we drop below 14,600, we'll have a small bounce. We'll have a final drop. That'll be five waves, right? After five waves, in Elliott wave theory comes three waves, right? And they would go up. So an ABC up. Now, what comes after three waves, Joey, if it starts with five waves? Another five back down, right? Another five back down. Which is not even impossible that it could take us all the way to 1K. Believe you me, it's actually physically I possible. I mean. It sounds ridiculous, but it is definitely possible. It's, a th it's, it's possible. So, so look, the importance of 14,600, okay? is so incredibly important for all it's important, of us. But we, we all know that these things can be can be invalidated too. Of sure, sure. And look, at the end of the day, anything can happen in crypto. But what I've kept is that I've always been laughing that, you know, when 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 I everyone going back months and months ago to like I don't know what it was like say it's January February March when everyone was calling me you know Joey the Bear right Joey the Bear like oh, I but I was I was literally laughing when when people were saying. Uh, you know, we'll never see 20K or you'll never see Bitcoin below 20K and all this. And I was like, well, you, it's like, just look left for Christ's sake. It's like, it, that really winds me up. It's like, it's like, you've got to understand that it's still an extremely volatile asset. Go all the way up. And all I, was the way that, I was that guy. I was that guy. I was telling you, hell no, we're not. That's bullshit. But but that's because mentally in my mind I want to go back up. I want to get my money back, right? So yeah, I think that's what that's and that's what that's all it is. It's all that's all it is. It's not that I, I think it's not that people are being naive. It's that kind of it's just a it's a mentality thing, right? Because everybody wants to go to moon. I I want to be I want to be bullish too, right? Right. But I always just think like you know realistic. But 
what I will say is, is that, you know, let, let's just, if it goes down, what an opportunity. What a stinking yeah. opportunity it's going to be, right? Yeah, no, I don't, I think, look, if even if we lose, even if we lose 14,000 and we go down to 10K, what an opportunity. Some of these altcoins guys are going to be so cheap. It's unbelievable. And then we just ride that next wave up, see what happens. And if we got to sell at the top of that market because we know we're going lower, then so be it. But that that move back up, it's going to take a couple of years anyways. So, you know, anyways, so Bitcoin potentially could go to 3K, but there's a lot of stuff that we got to go through first. There's a lot of levels. It's going to take some time to play out. But I just wanted to put that in your ear so that you knew that uh, we said it here on the podcast and Nick said it on his uh, YouTube, well, Twitch stream uh, this morning. So I, I thought that was an interesting comment that Nick Nick said this morning. Um, the way I look at it is, is like, look, you'd rather buy it at 5K and sell it at 100K than buy it at 50K and sell it at 200K, right? It's still percentage gains. That, that's what you're thinking. I'd rather buy it at 10K and sell it, even if I have to sell it at 50K, that's fine, yeah. right? Even at 10K, I could buy two of them. It is what it is, right? Anyways, I wonder, uh, the one coin that I wanted to talk about that, that has been just Crazy pumping, right? Like out of control. Could you guess what coin it is, Joey? RSL? Oh, no. Come on, man. Quant. Quant, baby. Oh, yeah. Quant's moving again. Quant's been on a tear. So last seven days, Quant is up 17%. Today, today is down one, one and a half percent, but it needed to cool off. But look, Quant is ranked 34th now. It is moving up the ladder. It is crazy. Uh, that's all I've seen. On KuCoin, it's just quant pumping, pumping, pumping. I'm sitting here like FOMO, like crazy, because it was just down at like 100 bucks. I could have bought a couple of those things. It's gone up to like 145, almost 150 something, I think. But yeah, quant's been moving. It's I great. Do, it's a great project. I do think. I do think it will. I do think it will cool off. I'll be surprised if it went up to 200. Look, it's definitely possible. It could. It could do it in some kind of you know like very extended sort of wave count here. But I, I still, I still, I'm still expecting a cool off. But I've said it's in that very small percentage of coins, which I do believe there is just a glimmer of a chance that the bottom could be in. And when I say small percentage of coins, you're talking, oh, let, less, let, way less than 5%, maybe even like less than 2%, I don't know. But there's, there's literally only a, a couple of coins I can think off the top of my head, but Quant's one of them. Yeah, uh, Chili's is down 15% in the last seven days. It's about to go under 20 cents, which uh, could, be a, could be a good buy there with Chili's because... Uh, um, somebody, somebody in the Discord was talking about Chili's um, being one of their most. I personally think that one's got further to go back, Mike. I still think you. I still think you know, again, not financial advice, but I do think you'll see Chili's around in that sort of eleven to twelve cent region at, at a minimum, is my opinion. Yeah, that might be a buy right there for me, to be honest with you. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what. It what, takes what, some time. It ain't gonna go down in a straight line. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, but overall, not 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 too many crazy things. Obviously, XRP was doing for you know, fantastic just because of some news stuff. But anyways, let's get, let's get into some, new how is Celsius in the top 100? Like what? Well, I mean, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of like speculation still, isn't there? A lot of people are gambling. A lot of people are gambling on uh, Celsius, still expecting that, um, you know, potential uh, FTX, uh, Sam Bankman freed to come through and eventually scoop it up. Uh, you know, just seems to be like lots of issues over valuations, et cetera, complications in the court, but. Well, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you one of the things that's happened. So the ex CEO of Celsius withdrew 10 million weeks Outrageous. before company froze customer accounts. Yeah. They're all, they're all just crooks, aren't they? It's absolutely disgusting behavior. 
but we shouldn't says, be surprised by now. How many times have we heard this kind of thing? It says Mashinsky resigned as CEO on September 27th. The company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy bankruptcy protection in mid-July. Um, let's see. Yeah, we've got IK on the show today to get his thoughts on this. Cause it looks like he's uh, he's withdrew some of IK's money there and legged it. That's ridiculous. Really yeah. It's ridiculous. Anyways, it's a really long article that, that, that talks about it, but just the, the shadiness of people. It's ridiculous, man. The amount of people, like I was at a, a, a wedding on Saturday night and I was talking to uh, one of my friends and he's, he's, a, he's like a financial advisor of a financial of the financial advisors. It's pretty interesting actually. Uh, but anyways, we were talking about, we were talking about crypto and he brings up Celsius and said, he's got like two or three friends that lost like hundreds of thousands of dollars in the Celsius deal. So like so many people we know were involved with Celsius because of the returns that you would get. But, you know, just, and, and to see this article and people finally come out saying that he, this, this dude's a crook. This guy's going to get in a lot of trouble. Um, which I don't know how illegal that is, right? Like, is, is it illegal? Can, I mean, technically, can you take your money out? Like, I tell you what, if it, if it, if it isn't, it should be. But the, 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 I just the don't know how he gets in trouble. The problem is that what protects all these people, you, you, you know, your you Doquans, uh, your you Free Arrows Capital guys, the, the problem is when they've got that level of money, they can literally just get on a super yacht and disappear into any jurisdiction. I like you said, the, the open seas, right? <laughs> Nobody's policing those open seas, right? They could go be pirates on their own private island for all they like. <laughs> can you imagine you know, seeing Doquan as a pirate? Well, what, what I will say is it doesn't matter how rich they are. I said, look, and I'm, I'm not saying, look, I want any, any, I need to make this clear on the podcast. Right? I don't want harm. I don't want anyone to get murdered. Of course I don't. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, these guys, well, there's going to, you know, you know, I don't think they could ever be a hundred percent safe for the rest of their lives. Cause you know, there's a lot of people who are hurt and I'll leave it at that. Oh yeah. 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 No, for sure. Did I, I, I don't think I've seen anything that's come back about Doquan being arrested or picked up or anything since that, uh, since they had that red flag warning or whatever. No, Interpol was seen, out. I haven't seen anything yet, Mike, as far as I'm aware. He's yeah, like, nothing's he's, come out. He's in the jungle. He's in space. He's on the, he's in the open ocean. He's somewhere, right? Didn't he tweet? <laughs> oh yeah. I think, I believe he's still tweeting somehow. That's just outrageous. Isn't it? How do you not see his location? I guess you could turn your locations off technically. Uh, there's all kinds of tricks these days. That's shady, it? dude. That's some shady shit. Uh, let's I mean, see. Here's a, I got another. I mean, it's, art. it's like it's it, it, it's it's narcissism, really, isn't it? It's it's got. It has to be. It can only, it can only be like just craziness, crazy. Oh, excuse me. All right, here's another interesting one. Kim Kardashian pays 1.26 million dollar fine to the SEC for promoting Ethereum Max without disclosing reimbursement. So the reality TV star also agreed not to tout any cryptocurrencies for three years. What's your thoughts, Joe? Well, first of all, like before we just get on to like, you know, obviously it was you know, clear, another clear scam and how all these celebrities are just getting done by these scams. Well, one thing that annoys me is, is that, like I said, you see in the media and they say, oh, these, these uh, celebrities were duped. And I'm like, come on, they weren't duped. They just didn't even bother to, like, did they honestly think that, like, these things were legit? I mean, come on, they've just taken money, right? So that's one thing that bugs me about this. But second of all, it's like, you know, what I don't get is, is like, oh, she's not allowed to do this for three years. I'm like, what? This should be a freaking lifetime ban. I'm sorry. You should be a lifetime ban for doing doing stuff like this if you if you mess it up. It should just be a one a one a one shot rule for me. You know. Yeah. Why so it goes. 
Well, it goes on. It's it's, it's not a lot to it. Gary Gensler came out on uh, on SEC.gov and talks about it basically. Um, which they should be doing more. They should be doing more more to stop this. Like I said, you know, should should be like a lifetime ban. You know, okay, the the fine's pretty heavy, but I think it could have been heavier to be honest. And there should be warning to more of these celebrities that look, you can't just accept money and shill something that you don't know what the f it is. <laughs> she got two hundred fifty k. She got two hundred fifty thousand dollar payment she received for posting promotional content about Ethereum Max. It cost her a million. <laughs> Yeah, and then she owes 1.26 million back. So, she, yeah, she lost a million bucks. Sucks to be her. Um, I think she can afford it. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I think she can afford it. But, yeah, she's probably not going to have any criminal anything. She's just going to have to pay some shit back. And, you know, and that, that's the problem, right? I'm not, look, I'm not saying people should go to jail for it, but I'm just thinking that there should be something more serious to kind of, like, you know, stop celebrities and influencers and whatever doing this. You know, like... Okay, like, could you imagine if, like, obviously, <laughs> we're not big time, we're not, like, big, influ we're not influencers or anything, but could you imagine if we was, like, on this, like, podcast and we, like, you know, talked about a project that we hadn't, like, researched and, like, people in our community, like, you know, they would never, you know, may have bought into it. You know, obviously, we say nothing's financial advice, but still, we wouldn't like to talk about a project that was an absolute scam, right? We'd feel absolutely awful because I like do to think, you, like, I mean, do you really think that she thinks it's a scam, though? Well, I'm I'm not saying that she thought it was a scam. But obviously, what I'm saying is is that it's like they just don't care. They just go, okay, yeah, I'll take the money. I have no idea what this is. <laughs> I think all I she got in trouble for was just not letting people know that she was a paid had a paid endorsement. Oh, is that the case? Because I, I thought it was like, you know, like kind of, you know, trying to make a point that, you know, these celebrities are like basically selling things that have turned out to be scams like pump and dumps because it was a pump and dump, right? Because sure it's it was exactly pump the dump, yeah. they're, moving, they're moving all the uh, you know the, the prices on these coins, right? And then they just get rubbed. I mean, it's it, it's it's wrong. But then again, you know, one thing you do have to say is that you know, retail customers have got to be you know more shrewd and you know. Got I'm to, not you know, buying one damn coin that Kim Kardashian would promote, anyways. So I don't know who's buying these things. Like, what the <laughs> hell does Kim Kardashian know about Ethereum bad. Max? Like, that, is a, that is a valid point, Mike. That is I a mean, what, what <laughs> idiots? It's like, okay, she's got boobs and a butt. Like, cool, right? Like, I'm going to buy, I'm going to put a bunch of money into a project because Kim Kardashian says we should put money into a project. Like, use your head, yeah. right? Now, if Warren Buffett came out and said, hey, you should buy Bitcoin, I'm probably going to buy Bitcoin. Well, you still do your own research then. <laughs> probably, I probably don't, knowing me. I probably don't do any research because Warren Buffett said to do it. <laughs> right? Like, I don't Ladies know. And gentlemen, we still promote you do your own research. I just want to add that in. <laughs> yeah, Mike is my, okay. I'm the worst at doing research. I'm the worst. <laughs> I might like look at a website and I might go to their Twitter and that's about it. And I'm like, oh, Chris talked about it. It seems like a really good project. I'm going to go ahead and put some money into it. <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me all right something we didn't cover i don't think hopefully hopefully i'm right uh last week ripple uh the uh basically the news that came out that basically ripple notched another procedural victory as part of its ongoing legal defense against the u.s securities and exchange commission commission uh on september 29th the u.s district court judge ruled to release emails and other correspondence written by former sec corporation Finance Division Director William Henman related to a speech where he said that ETH, Ethereum, 
was not a security because like Bitcoin, it was sufficiently decentralized. Now, Joey, correct me if I'm wrong. We have not covered this, correct? No, we've not covered this. So this was part of the XRP pump, right? This news. And we did not get to cover it last week. And I still think that it is a very big deal. Um, I think the SEC does not want that to be released. I don't think they want anybody to hear this whole thing. Um, so, Joey, what's your take uh, on this ruling? Do you think it's going to help sway? Did the ruling favor XRP significantly? Or is it just kind of like a, eh, whatever? It did, for me, sway it, you know, a bit towards XRP, but I still don't see this case being resolved anytime soon. You know, I have not changed my opinion on that. That's that's remaining my opinion. That's the way I'm hedging. Again, I'm one of the few people out there who's still calling for lower lows on XRP. So I mentioned, you know, I thought that the bottom may be in on quant. I am not putting XRP in that category. Um, you know, I... I I'm, I'm aware, you know, of other people, of people doing TA are of completely different opinion, and that's absolutely fine. I still believe I will see sub 20 cents XRP. You heard it here. Happy, happy to be wrong. Of course, I could be completely wrong. It's only predictions, right? But that's just the way I, I, I believe things are going to go. Um, reason being is just because what I think will happen is we've had, you know, this FOMO. It's for me personally, it's possible that that 50 move to 55, 56 cent region, what, what was it? Uh, that the FOMO may have died off. People will, again, who are in profit will, you know, potentially look to sell. Some news may come out that realizes this case isn't going to end anytime soon, drags on for a bit. Bitcoin carries on down, starts to dump, and I think XRP goes a bit. And I think we're already starting to see, you know, a fair, you know, slow beginning of a pullback right now. And yeah, look, so if I'm wrong, sorry, sorry, Mike, I just add one more bit to that. If I'm wrong on the price action of XRP and the bottom is in, I still think you're going to see it in the mid 30s minimum. That's my opinion. If I'm wrong, yeah, I, I, look, I don't think the case gets resolved like next week, but I think there's a potential for the case to be resolved before the end of the year. Look, this is approaching two years, right? Excuse me. Um, but I, I wanted to touch on this this Hinman speech and why it's you know pretty important. Um, yeah. the, the basically the final version of Hinman's speech discussed a concept that is central to the Ripple founders' defense theory whether assets that function solely as a means of exchange in a decentralized network are not a security, even if they could be packaged and sold as a security. Uh, Henman's actual speech delivered at the Yahoo Finance All Market Summit in 2018 is public. The SEC has repeatedly sought to hide early drafts and other documents related to it from Ripple. At the very least, the SEC's aversion to transparency here is unsportsmanlike, and the investing public at large is better off having access to them. So basically, this just boils down to the SEC trying to hide it because yes. obviously the remarks were significant. Um, and look, this, this case is big for crypto in general, right? Like, I think this case just um, will help bring the adoption much faster because of look if ripple wins against the sec this is going to be all over the news it is going to be heard and it's going to shock the world right and then i think that crypto might finally get some respect and then the institutions will start get digging into it i still think adoption is needed for institutions to put their big dollars in but seeing a win not a settled not settling but seeing a win would be Massive for crypto, in my opinion. So 
this Hinman speech, yes, it's probably not going to determine the case at the end of the day, but I bet you Ripple's going to use it significantly. But I don't know if this is even going to go to trial now because both, both sides want the judge to just rule on the damn thing. But now that the Hinman thing has come out, does Ripple still want them to rule on it? Do they want to go to trial? Like, what, what's going to happen? I don't know. What's your thoughts, Joe? Oh, what's my thoughts? Look, it's so, this, I've always said from the start, you know, this is one of the really hardest things to predict. Um, I just kind of, I don't know, my, I really, I do kind of still feel it could go, it could go either way, but I, there's just something in my mind which is telling me for some reason that I don't think it's going to end this year. I just, I just don't. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just the, the way that I've been following it and just seeing how the SEC is just able to just constantly keep, 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 keep delaying. Now, I know the judge is getting, you know, fed up and, you know, trying to expedite things, but there's, there's just something, I don't know, there's something there that I just kind of feel that, the, I feel there's more twists. That's what it, that's what I'm going to say. I think well, here, I'm going to throw a twist at you right now. So as I read further, uh, basically this article says it's unlikely there's a quote unquote smoking gun in Henman's correspondence that will clear all this up for the industry or Ripple, but it's worth noting Henman quit the SEC after his infamous speech to work for Andresen Horowitz, a firm with ties to the Ethereum Foundation. Yeah, that's that, that is true. Yeah, Anderson Horowitz, you know, have been a, a massive, a massive, massive investors in cryptocurrency. Um, you know, from from the from the fairly early days of altcoins, etc. So I wonder if that deal was in the process of kind of being done, and he just kind of like slipped and said that, or yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Just something we didn't cover, and you know, a, a lot of people in Discord were like XRP's pumping. I'm sure they talked about it in the Discord, but we just haven't covered it on the podcast. So for those that aren't in the Discord, um, you know, I just want to touch on that because you know we've been talking a lot about XRP lately, and that is something that came out, and I'm sure you saw it on Twitter. BitBoy talked about it. There's some other people that kind of chatted about it too. So um, let's see. Joey, are there any charts that you have, maybe like one or two that's that's really interesting to you right now that, you know, kind of we're going to wrap things up here in a second, but I wanted to just see if there's a couple charts that you uh, have been looking at. Yeah, one podcast we did, I think maybe a couple of weeks ago now that, you know, was well received was uh, on Elrond. Uh, me and IK did a dive into Elrond. Mm -hmm. I think Elrond's had some interesting price action today. I think it was up about 6 or 7% at uh, one stage. So not a massive pump, but with everything that's going on at the minute, you know, that's still fairly significant. But for me, I really, really like the project. I just think this is going to be an amazing buy. I, I, I do think that Elrond is going to be okay. It's going to be one of the, the coins that's going to do well and come out of this bear market. I really believe that. And I, I just think I just think it's going to be a solid buy. And of course, not as financial advice, but I, I'm looking at the chart right now. And I still think it's the chart's still pretty bearish for me. Uh, you know, I'm seeing a lot of bearish divergence there on this pump right now. And I, I kind of feel it's headed into some major resistance there. And I, I'm expecting uh, Elrond to turn over fairly shortly. Um, so, you know, I was looking at that one as a potential short. I might see where it's at tomorrow or maybe tonight I might get involved. Let's see. But I'm yeah, kind it's, of sitting just, at, uh, it's sitting just under $51 right now. It's up almost 6% on the day. Look, Elrond's down uh, almost 91% from its all-time high. I, I don't know why, but you know, I said this before. I always thought Elrond was like an old school project, like just seemed like an old man's project. And I think it's probably because it was so expensive. I don't know why it resonated in my brain like that. But I definitely think as Elrond retraces with Bitcoin, it could potentially be a really good buy uh, down at the bottom of the bear market because it is a good project. It's got great, uh, just a good project. I don't know a ton about it. 
to be honest. If it, if it survives and it gets in that, you know, if it gets under that $30, you know, oh, I mean, come on. It, it, it's it's going to, I mean, you got to remember, it went from like $6, right? It went from $6 up to up to 540 you know, um, last last time out. So That's sick. That's a pump right there. That's why I said, well, that's, that was a title we put in the last podcast, Elrond, $20 to 2000 right? And those, I honestly, like I'm, I'm saying right now, I do not believe those are ridiculous numbers. Yeah, it may take absolute years to get there, but I still think that, you know, you know, $20, $20 for me, it's definitely it's definitely worth getting a few Elrond if, if we get there. Even at $30, I think it could be a great buy for, for a long-term hold. I mean, some some could have come out because look, in the last twenty four hours, Elrond's trading volume is up one hundred and forty six percent. So did some some news come out about Elrond or like? It's very possible, but I say, Mike, I've been so busy, I've been able to uh, uh jump on the Elrond. That's news a significant amount of volume that's coming in there. So, anyways, yeah, Elrond, great project. Looking forward to it. Uh, dropping down lower. Uh, what yeah, any I mean, other projects? If anyone's interested in Elrond, go check out uh, the podcast, uh, the dive that me and IK did into. Oh, it. yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Any other charts, Joe? Any of us? Well, you, you've mentioned uh, Quant. Uh, Joe, uh, one that's interesting as well to me is Algorand. Uh, you know, I did think that we're going to start to see a pullback on Algorand as well, uh, because you know, that that went on a bit of a it was a bit of a when XRP was pumping, Algorand was kind yeah. of one of the few altcoins that was uh, making a move as well. You know, we had um, uh, Michelle, oh God, I can't pronounce her name. <laughs> me, me and IK were trying to pronounce her name. I think we absolutely butchered it, right? Uh, but <laughs> anyway, look, Algorand, I am so bullish on because they have just got an absolute, I said they're, they're the Harlem Globetrotters of crypto, right? Is a five-star, like, A-list team. You can't, you can't get a better team than Algorand have got. I'll, I'll, I'll stick, I'll stick by that, right? But still think I'm going to see lower lows on Algorand is as unpopular as that may seem. But there is that kind of uh, curveball with Algorand that's going to be interesting because we've got the FIFA World Cup coming and it's, it's really, you know, FIFA World Cup is just around the corner now. So if we are going to see lower lows on Algorand, is it possibly going to be, you know, quite a way away still? Could it be after the World Cup or, you know, possibly we could, we could get an even higher fake pump for me on the FIFA World Cup with Algorand, very possible. Yeah, one other thing, Joey, that I forgot to bring up earlier when we were talking about projects is Chainlink. Uh, Chainlink recently just partnered with Swift uh, to help build out their messaging system, um, which, guys, Swift does, what, tens of trillions of transactions a day? Like, it's crazy, right? And they've, they're now... I need to find the article. I'm sorry, I don't have it. It's something I wanted to talk about today. I should have found the article, uh, but that's big for Chainlink. And apparently there's several other banks that are going to get announced that are also going to be using Chainlink, uh, which, correct me if I'm wrong, I think I heard Bank of America possibly. And I, I also, think yeah, so Bank of America would be huge. Swift is gigantic. So for Swift to choose Chainlink, Chainlink is the the project. And when Chainlink goes down to these low bear market numbers, I will be loading up on Chainlink because that thing is volatile. And I think the use case of it, if these banks and large institutions are going to start using Chainlink, well, they're going to need Chainlink to use it, right? So this thing's going to pump like a mother. Not financial advice, but I would pay attention to Chainlink. 
again, can't confirm this as well, but I have also heard some rumors that, you know, Chainlink may also be joining the list of ISO 20022. Oh, dude, that would be insane. Compatible coins, along with your likes of your quants, your Algorands, your, your Hedera's, uh, your, your XRPs, etc. Chainlink, one to watch out for, do some research on it. It is the big daddy of data. That's basically what Chainlink is. It is the, the bomb. That's all I can say about it. All right, Joey, let's wrap things up. Guys, we're going to try to get back here and, and be a little bit more like day-to-day. We are all still trying to gather our like lives together again. Uh, just been a lot going on. Joey losing his laptop. IK dealing with business stuff, and now he's sick. Me having a death in the family, and just we're, we're doing our best. So bear with us. I promise we're not going anywhere. Just trying to work some things out. We're going to get on as much as we can. So keep, keep, keep watching. Go back, look at some other ones we've done in the past. Make sure you're following uh, the other channels. Um, I believe in the mornings, Nick is doing live uh, on Twitch now also. So it'd be a good place for you guys to check out some TA on Bitcoin um, and Ethereum. He's been doing that a lot. But uh, anyways, Joey, give me some final thoughts, man, going into this week. I think today's Monday. I'm not even sure. Um, Expectations for the week and any other final thoughts? Okay, final thoughts first is, if this bear market drags on for months and let's say even another year or whatever, and you're just really wanting to hang in there and stick in crypto, come get involved in crypto events. Come get involved in the community. If you're just saying, oh, I'm just going to sit in cash and I'm not buying crypto and I'm watching it go down and I'm bored. Well, the, for me, the best way to stay involved in the space is to be in the space. Like I said, you know, I, I appreciate it. it Wherever you are, if you're in Europe, you're in America, I'm sure, look, I know it's, I know it's not easy. I know it's expensive for people to, to travel around and et cetera. But what, just anything, if no one's ever been to a, a crypto conference or anything, you know, it might be, it might be an absolute like, game-changing event for you. So I would say just get something in your calendar if you can for the next few months. Try, try and do it. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. That's one thing I want to get across. Thoughts for this week? Like nothing changes, still bearish. I said, I don't know if we've waved 20K for the last time. I don't know if we're going to go back there tonight. But what I will say is, is that it's going to go eventually. So look, could we see 17K at some stage this week? Absolutely would not surprise me in the slightest. If we only see 18K, if we go back to 20K, still that wouldn't surprise me either. Can't put a time limit on these things. But look, it, it could happen this week. I'm still hedging short. Yeah, that, uh, great final thoughts, Joey. I'm going to kind of tag along with kind of what you said. You know, during these bear markets, this is my first bear market, and it is draining. It's boring. It is like, but it's a great time to learn about projects. It's a great time to learn about different sectors inside of the cryptocurrency space. Um, it's a great time to do research. And, you know, if you're following along with TA and all that stuff, you're going to know when the bottom-ish is coming. Uh, so you'll know when to get involved, but great time to join the Discord, right? You don't have to pay for the member side of it. You could just join and talk crypto with 4,500 other people. You know, they're chatting, literally chatting in there 24-7. We just took on two new TA guys to help with the trading side also. So we now have five people doing TA 24-7, right? So that's big. I, I, and I forgot to bring this up earlier that that there is two additional TA guys. I mean. The support that the Discord has is crazy, right? We're always there answering questions, talking about projects. Joey's always talking about projects, putting out trading ideas. 
Chris is always bringing up new projects. I mean, um, it's really, it's really been great. So yeah, during the bear market, it's boring as shit. I feel you on that, but good time to do, do some research and, um, you know, don't leave the space. I think that's the biggest thing. Don't, don't just leave because it's boring as hell, right? Stick around. This could be a, could be a, a opportunity of a lifetime for a lot of people. I know it is for me. You know, if I could set my son up for the rest of his life because I had a little bit of patience and was able to take my hard-earned money and put it into something that I believe in and, you know, 20, 30, 40 years from now, he'll be set for life and then his kids will be set for life. That's my goal. So I'm going to stick around. Sorry, Mike, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to say, if, for me, great word there, patience, right? For me, if you, if you haven't got patience, you ain't going to make it in this game. Like, that's, I'm, I'm just going to be brutal and say, like, you need patience. Yeah, it's definitely a, um, something that I've been doing better at is patience. Uh, I, was, I was known for buying very quickly and buying a lot. I still have my tendencies right? Like I've already bought into Polyswarm. I've already bought into some of these projects. I know we're going lower, but look, these are just bought and they're just going to sit. That's all they're going to do. So anyways, that's my final thoughts. Have patience. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for listening in. Uh, make sure you hit the like button, you know, that little button with the thumbs up, hit that and then uh, subscribe. Other than that, we'll catch you in the next one. Take care.